Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's good to see you here. It's always good to see the body of the Lord Jesus Christ gathered together to worship God. And I don't think that I am alone to say this, that will say this, that, you know, it is an encouragement, even especially, even during this time of the pandemic, to see the body of Christ assembling physically because we want to declare to the community, we want to declare to the people around, saying that even in the midst of the pandemic, the body of Christ still meets together to worship the Lord our God. Because yes, we take the necessary precautions, but at the same time, we cannot live under a spirit of fear. We need to just live in faith, knowing that it is God and God alone who holds our lives, who holds our health together. And so I believe that your presence in church encourages your pastors and the leaders to know that, you know, we will gather to worship God while we can. For the day may come in which even though we may want to, but there are places and churches in other parts of the world that even, even if they wanted to, they are not able to. So let's just treasure this opportunity that even though we need to keep all the social distancing and so on, but let's meet together so that we declare to the community that the body of Christ still exists to declare that God is here. Amen? Well, today I want to say that I am very grateful to your PIC, to Pastor Anthony and the pastors and leaders of this church for this privilege of speaking here. And I bring greetings from my own church, Pentecost Methodist Church. And as one of the DSs in track, I also bring greeting, greetings from the track president, your former beloved pastor. <laughs> I think he was here just a few weeks ago, right? as well as uh, the churches in District 1. Come, let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I want to thank you for this privilege that we have to gather together to worship you. You are a good, good God. And today, Lord, we just declare that in you, we have freedom in you. We have liberty, Spirit of God, you come. You just move in this place. You are free to do what you want this day. For we enthrone in Jesus Christ, King and Master. So thank you, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, be our guide, be our teacher. For this we pray, this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today i like to teach from... Exodus chapter 33, we shall see from verse 12 to verse 19. Well, to many of you, this may be a familiar passage, but let's 
you know, study this passage together. Exodus 33, verse 12 to 19. Wherever you are seated, could I ask that you read along with me? Eh? I need you to just read along, all right? Come, let's read this, the Word of God together. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said... I know you by name, and you have found favour with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favour with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all other people on the face of the earth? And Moses said, and, and the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Then Moses said, Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Exodus 33 verse 14 and 15, Moses said this. Moses just declared this and just spoke to God and says, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. What else will distinguish me and your people from all other people on the face of the earth. What else will distinguish us from all other people of the earth? What else will distinguish Amokyo Methodist Church from all other peoples? What else? This was said by Moses in his conversation with God. God was upset with the stubbornness and the rebellion and murmuring of the nation of Israel. And, you know, it came to a point. He, he, he told them that, go, 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 go. You know, I will send my angels with you. I will ensure that you will have victories. I will give you what I promise. But my presence will not go with you because you are stiff-necked people. In case, out of my anger, I destroy all of you. So go, 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 go. But go without me. You know, it, it, it is like, you know, two, uh, okay, say a, a couple, okay? The wife does not want to go to this place. But say the husband once, he keep on insisting, no, come, let's go there, let's go there, this place is good, that place is good. And, you know, the dear wife says, no, you know, today is, uh, today I don't think I want to go to this restaurant. And you keep on insisting. And perhaps the wife just turned to you and said, you know, you want to go? Go. <laughs> just go, but go without me. And this was the exact situation 
They wanted to do things their way. It came to a point when God said this, you want to go, you go. I will send my angels. I will send my angel with you. I'm going to let ensure that you are going to have victory. But my presence, my presence will not go with you. And this is when Moses interceded for the people. And then come this passage in which Moses asked God this, how will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other peoples on the face of the earth? What else would distinguish this church and differentiate you from all other peoples of the earth? What else would differentiate this church from another do-good organization? Many times we say that, you know, we are, we are here as the body of Christ to do good works. Yes, that's right. But what else would this differentiate you from the Lions Club? What else would differentiate you from the Interact Club, from the community chairs, from the community centre? What will differentiate us, the children of God, from another do-good society? God told Moses that you're going to have victory. My angel will go before you, but his presence will not go with them. And Moses said, though God this, Moses in, in this Exodus 32, 33, Moses was saying this, but God, we want your presence. Yes, we can have victory, but we can have victory without the presence of God. But when you have the presence of God, you are going to have victories. Just because you have victory does not mean that the presence of God is there. But when the presence of God is there, there will be victory. When the, just because you have provisioned does not mean that the presence of God is there. But when the presence of God is there, there will be supernatural provision. And so God sent them manna from heaven, quail meat. They had water provided from the, for them from a rock. The Bible also tells us that their sandals, their clothes did not wear out. Just because you are healed does not mean that the presence of God is there. But when the presence of God is there, there will be healing. Moses says, what else would distinguish me and your people? What else would differentiate me and your people from all other people? What else would differentiate Amokyo Methodist Church? from all other peoples of the earth. And God's presence is what makes the difference. 
When I first started ministry, I was always praying and seeking God. And, you know, Lord, you know, I need your anointing, God. Anoint me. Lord, I need your anointing. Lord, I need your gifts. And then one day, some years ago, I started to learn to shift and learn to seek to dwell in God's presence, to seek to be where the presence of the Lord is, to seek to carry God's presence, for in the presence of God, no sickness can exist. In the presence of God, there can be no lack. In the presence of God, there shall be provision. In the presence of God, no weapon forged against me shall prosper. In the presence of God, there is the protection of God. And even though I may go through tough times, but because I am in the presence of God, I know He will make all things beautiful. He will make all things beautiful. In the presence of God, there will be blessings. Blessings are poured out in abundance in the presence of God. And that was when I truly learned to seek the giver and not the gift. To seek the giver not because he can give, but to seek to dwell in God's presence out of love for him. For whether I get things or not, to know this and to say this, I choose to dwell in God's presence. And Jesus came to earth to reveal that God is with us. And after all, his name is Emmanuel. Well, one of your pastors is Emmanuel. So each time you call him, remember that it means God with us. To remind us that Jesus has come to reveal God's presence. And God's presence is to be in His church. His church, the church is His body. And His body must carry His presence. His manifested presence that when people come, that people will be ministered just to be among God's people. Because His presence is here. And one of the clearest manifestations for Israel is that when God led the nation of Israel out of Egypt and into the deserts, He revealed Himself. He manifested His presence as a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire. By night. We read in Exodus 13, verse 21, and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so as to go by day and by night. So they can go by day or by night. It doesn't matter because God reveals his presence according to the need of that time. In the day, when the sun is there, he revealed, to him, he revealed to them that he is there through the pillar of cloud. And in the night, 
when it was dark, they will not be able to see the cloud. He revealed to them in the pillar of fire. And for all of us to know this, that even as we live in the age of the New Testament, where the presence of God is, there is the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. And because the Holy Spirit is God, if God is present, the Holy Spirit is present. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's not a force. When the Holy Spirit comes, He comes as a person. He does not come as a force. It is not one part of Him that, only one part of Him that comes, but He comes in totality. He comes as a person. He comes in His fullness. He comes bringing Everything that he is. Well, I've never tasted Pastor Anthony's cooking. Say he's an excellent cook. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay? If I invite him to my house, as long as I do not allow him the use of the kitchen, I'll never get to appreciate his cooking. Right? until I allow him to use the kitchen, then only will I get to, uh, you know, get to taste his good cooking. Say he's a wonderful musician. Say he's a wonderful pianist. Okay? I'm not sure whether he is last, so in the next few weeks, you can, you can ask him <laughs> to see whether he can play a song for you. <laughs> Say he's an excellent pianist. As long as I do not allow him the use of the piano in my house, I will never get to hear his music. So, likewise, the Holy Spirit, until I learn to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, and to give the Holy Spirit the liberty to do whatever He wants to do in me and with me. I will never get to see and enjoy what the Holy Spirit brings along with Him. And when the Holy Spirit comes, He comes in His fullness. He comes bringing all his gifts. He comes bringing all the fruit. The Holy Spirit comes in his fullness, bringing the fruit of the Spirit, bringing the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He does not come only with one part, that, okay, only the love part, or only the joy part but He comes in totality. And when He comes with all His gifts, He comes not only with one gift, He comes with all His gifts. He comes as a whole person. And even as I learn to cooperate with Him, to allow Him 
to work in my life, to flow in my life. And as I surrender, I'll see the fruit of the Holy Spirit coming out. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When the Holy Spirit comes, He comes with every gift. And according to how we allow Him to manifest in our lives, it will be whatever we see flowing out from us is dependent on how we allow Him to flow in our lives. And the gifts according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. And because he comes in that wholeness, that is why Paul says, covered the best gifts. The fact is that when you can cover the best gifts, it means that all the gifts, whatever to you is the best gift, you are able to get it. Because it comes in that full totality. It depends on how we are allowing the Holy Spirit to operate in our lives. If when you meet someone who needs healing, the best gift at that point will be healing. And so, just cover it and draw it out. When you meet someone who needs a word of faith, who needs faith, the best gift at that point will not be healing, but it will be prophecy. It will be faith. And so, you draw from the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit allow us, allow us to just draw whatever gifts. That's why Paul says you can covet the best gift. Sometimes we mix the fruit of the Holy Spirit with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is the evidence that the Holy Spirit lives in us as a child of God. The gifts of the Holy Spirit is the evidence of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. When the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us when we become Christians, the evidence of that is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. But there is another point in which the Holy Spirit comes upon us and the evidence of the Holy Spirit coming upon us is are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Water is... In me, but water is not on me or upon me, right? So how do I get water upon me? <laughs> right? This is water upon me. This is water in me. The Holy Spirit 
When the Holy Spirit is in me, it's different from when the Holy Spirit is upon me. On the first day of resurrection, John chapter 20, verse 22, the Holy Spirit was released into the disciples. Jesus appeared before the disciples and then Jesus breathed into them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. John chapter 20, verse 22. So, the disciples already received the Holy Spirit in them. And yet Jesus still told, told them, wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes upon you or on you. And then you shall receive power and you shall be my witnesses. There is a difference. The first part is the Holy Spirit entering into them. And Acts chapter 2 is the Holy Spirit coming upon them, on them, to empower them. And this is what is meant. When the Holy Spirit comes into us, He seals us. He seals our spirit. He seals us. When the Holy Spirit comes upon a person, he empowers them. And so, the evidence of the Holy Spirit in us would be the fruit of the Spirit. The evidence of the Holy Spirit upon us would be the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And when He comes, he comes as a person with all, with everything. And the Bible says that do not grieve the Holy Spirit. How do you grieve the Holy Spirit? When you sin, when you do things wrong. When you do things against the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible not only says do not grieve the Holy Spirit, the Bible also says do not quench the Spirit. And how do you quench the Spirit? When the Spirit wants to move, and then you stop the Spirit from moving. And both are equally as bad. You can grieve the Holy Spirit, you can also quench the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says do not do any of these things. The Holy Spirit wants to move. He also wants to cause us to grow. And church, know that you are the body of Christ. And because you are the body of Christ, You need the Holy Spirit in you and upon you. And the church must exhibit the fruit of the Spirit in your relationship with each other, in your relationship with the world. That's the evidence of the Spirit working in the church. 
But there is another part in which the Holy Spirit must also be upon the church. The church must carry the presence of God. The church is more than a do-good club. We are not the interact club. We are not the lion's club. Yes, this club exists for its members and to help members to do good. Yes, the church must do good. But the key reason is that the church has to exist to be the body of Christ in the world, to carry the presence of God in the world. The presence of God must be found in the church. If not, you are no better than the Interact Club or the Lions Club. And so, for all of us, the leaders of this church, for all of us, in all our decision and planning and program, especially as a church, will you notice if the Holy Spirit is not present? If the Holy Spirit has left, will you notice it? Or are you running and doing church in such a way that things will even run so smoothly that you don't even notice His absence? And when you look at some of the dying churches in the West, you'll find that, you know, the Holy Spirit has left. That means long ago, but they never noticed it until when it is too late. Is the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit evident in our families? Evident in ourselves, in our groups, in our ministries? Is it evident in the church? Because what else would differentiate us from the world? Unless the presence of God is present. Next is another interesting point. Moses told God this, now show me your glory. Show me your glory. And you know, I would have expected God, you know, to, to say, okay, I'm going to show you your glory. I'm going to send lightning, boom, thunder, boom, you know. You know, I'm going to cause all the angels to just come and maybe line up, and then, you know, the glory of God comes. But instead, God says, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. Moses said, show me your glory. And you know, in our human thinking, it will be you know, something spectacular. But God says, I will cause my goodness to pass in front of you. And God is saying this. God is, you know, saying this, you know, what is his glory? And the glory of God is His goodness. The goodness of God. The goodness of God is the glory of God. Where the presence of God is, there will be His glory. And His glory is revealed in His goodness. His glory is revealed, revealed in His goodness. The goodness of God is the glory of God. Because God is present and because God is good, His glory is revealed in His goodness. 
And in His goodness, whatever is our lack, whatever we need, we will, it will be met because God is good. There is always wholeness in His presence. There is always wholeness in the presence of God. Everything that you need can be found in His presence. Do you need healing? Because God is good. Healing is there. Do you need His blessings? Because God is good, He will grant you that. Do you need favor in your day-to-day -day living? Because God is good, He will grant you that. Do you need a special anointing? Because God is good, you will find His anointing in His presence. Do you need joy? Are you feeling depressed? Have you just lost a loved one? Are you feeling so discouraged? You lack joy. Because God is good. His presence brings forth joy. This is our God. A God whose presence brings forth every good thing, every blessing. Now, we come to another interesting part. Together with, you know, showing Moses his glory, he, he, in response, God says this, I will cause all my goodness to pass before you. But he also says this, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. What has his name got to do with his goodness? What is the name of God? If I, if I ask you, what is the name of God? His name is, what's the Hebrew name for God? Yahweh, very good, okay? In some translation, it is Jehovah, okay? But it means Yahweh. God's name is Yahweh, all right? This is the Hebrew writing for God's name, Yahweh. What does Yahweh mean? What does Yahweh mean? It basically means I am. But I am sounds a bit incomplete. Like I, I am, I am uh, you know, uh, uh, like when I talk to you, I cannot tell you I am. You know, I must tell, I mean, in context, you know, I, I am Jonathan, I am a pastor, you know. But, all right, because it sounds a bit incomplete when the translator translate it, you know, they translate the, the, this Yahweh or Jehovah in some ways like I am that I am, okay? Or, you know, I will be what I will be. That's, that's the meaning of Yahweh, okay? But Yahweh means I am, I am. And just this word sounds a bit incomplete by itself, it seems as if it needs to be completed. And that's the power of that name. He left a blank after his name. It was God's way of showing his goodness so that whatever we need, we can be made complete through him in his name. We can be made whole through his name because our God is a good God. That's the goodness of him. 
Whatever your need is, you can be made complete because of God's name. Do you need provision? Are you struggling? Struggling and you need a lot of provision. And you come to God, God, I need provision. And God says, I am provision. Yahweh Jireh or Jehovah Jireh, I am provision. Do you need healing? He says, God, I'm sick. I need, I need that healing touch. And God says, Yahweh Rapha, I am healing. Yahweh Rapha, I am healing. I am. That's why, you know, when you say I am the Lord, the Lord here means I am healing. Do you need the presence of God because you, I mean, you're feeling lonely? You need someone to be with you. And God comes and tells you, I am present. I am with you. I am present. Yahweh Shama. Jehovah Shama. I am present. Perhaps you are going through lots of turmoil, turmoil in your life, in your family, in your workplace. Everything seems to be, you know, you know, in turmoil. Conflicts everywhere, and you come to God. He says, "God, I need your peace." And God comes to you, saying, "Yahweh Shalom, I am peace. Jehovah Shalom, I am peace." Perhaps you feel lost. You need someone to lead you. You need someone in front to lead you and to show you the way. And God says that I am your banner. I'm the one leading in front. Jehovah Nisi, Yahweh Nisi, I am your banner. Perhaps you are lost and you say, God, I need someone who will pastor me, who will love me who will show me that, you know, I am cared for. And God says, Jehovah Ra'a, Yahweh Ra'a, I am shepherd. Perhaps you have sinned, you have fallen, and you says, God, 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 I have fallen. God, I feel so dirty. God, God, God. And God says, Yahweh Sikanu, Jehovah Sikanu, I am your righteousness. I am your righteousness. The names of God and God told Moses that, you know, I will proclaim my name, Lord, that is Yahweh. I am. And God has given you that blank, what is it today? What is it today that you need? So, Amokyo Methodist Church, what will differentiate you 
from the rest of the world, from the community, from all the do-good clubs, what will differentiate you? It will not be more good, but it will be the presence of God. Because in the presence of God, more good will come forth. But if you just do more good without the presence of God, you are just nothing more than a do-good club. And that is why Moses know that the presence of God is vitally important, crucial. And he says, God, we will not go up from here if you do not go with us. We want your presence. It's not the victories, it's not the healings, it's not all those things, but God, we want your presence. Because in your presence, there will be healing. In your presence, there will be victories. In your presence, good shall come forth. Because when the Spirit of God is in the church, you'll see love. You'll see everything that is needed in the church. And then when the Spirit of God is upon the church, you'll see the church moving and rising up to the destiny that God has intended for the church. And there will be signs and wonders following. Not that we seek them, but when the presence of God is there, it will come forth. So people of God, Amokyo Methodist Church, what will differentiate you from other peoples? And God, when Moses told God, God, show me your glory, and God showed him his goodness. His goodness manifested in, in blessings, healing, favor, anointing, in joy, and so on. And not only that, God also revealed Himself, His goodness in His names. Jehovah Jireh, or Yahweh Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Yahweh Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, I am provider, provisioned. Jehovah Rapha, Yahweh Rapha, I am healer. Jehovah Shama, Yahweh Shama, I am present. Yahweh Shalom, I am peace. Jehovah Nisi, I am banner. Your captain, the one leading you. Jehovah Ra'a, I am shepherd. Jehovah Sitkanu, I am righteousness. I am righteousness. May you learn to live in the presence of God because in His presence, there is wholeness. Wholeness. And may the Spirit of God, the presence of God always be found in the church among His people. That's the evidence of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And may His Spirit be found upon the church. And as people come, they know that this church is different because God is present. And whatever our needs are, God will meet us at our point of needs. Come, let us pray. People of God, people of God. The Lord is here. The Lord is present. What is it that you need? 
What is it that you need? Some of you, you have shied away from moving. Moving in the presence of God, moving in the spirit of God. Because you are afraid. You are just so afraid. But God says this. Jesus says this. If you ask for fish, will a good father give you a, give you a serpent? If you ask for bread, would a good father give you a stone? If you ask for the Holy Spirit, would the father give you some, something else, someone else? So for those of you who have been struggling, just know that God is a good God. God is a good, good God. And that He's more than willing and able to do what He wants in your lives and in the life of this church. This point, my, my sensing is that there are people here with joint pains in your joints, pains in your joints. At this point, just like to because God is present. Nothing to do with with how much giftings we have. It's not our holiness. It's not the holiness of the of the ministry people. We just pray alongside you, but God is the ultimate healer. But I want to say this for those of you, the pains in your joints right now just like you to just start moving, moving, moving that, those joints right now, someone here with trigger finger, start moving that, start moving, moving that right now. And as you move, you see the presence of God because God's presence is here. You're going to be healed. Whatever joints you have that is in pain, start moving. And as the Lord heals you, start testifying also, start sharing. Don't say that it is too, too small, too small. No, everybody needs to hear how God has ministered. So just start sharing. Don't think that it is too small. Okay, start sharing. But at this point, because God's presence is here, He wants to do His healing. Start moving those, those joints right now. I believe, that, I believe there are people here with joint pains right now. Just, just start moving. And right now, I just want to bind and rebuild migraine, migraine, people with migraine problems. Just rebuild the spirit of infirmity and I command that there'll be wholeness, there'll be wholeness, there'll be wholeness. Just place your hands over, over, those, over those, those areas that needs a healing touch from God. Just place your hands over those areas and if it's not convenient for you to touch those areas, just place them over your, your heart because, because God's presence is here. It will be God's presence that will bring you wholeness. Father, in Jesus' name, I declare wholeness. I declare wholeness over the, the, this body of Christ. This is your church. This is your body. And Lord, in Jesus Christ, we stand complete. And Lord, whatever healing that needs to be released, in Jesus Christ, we declare that healing touch of God, that healing 
of the living God. So people of God, just, just continue. Continue to place your hands over those areas. And if you can move those areas, start moving them right now. For God's presence is here and He can do mighty things. Amen.